What you're hearing is a video taken at a cultural center in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia's capital city. There's about two dozen people in a pretty small room with all their eyes locked on about five dancers. The women dancing are in long dresses and the men are in striped polo shirts. The dancers are all swinging their arms and bobbing their heads. There's a band laying down a beat at the back of the room while the dancers are up front doing their thing. It doesn't look overly choreographed. It's really a lot of folks just jamming and having fun. At one point, a man in a gray blazer and jeans joins up front and center. This is Melaku Belay, and dancing is very, very important to him. But not just to him personally. He says it's core to his community too. You know, in Ethiopia, music and dance is the way of life. I'm Baudelaire, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we're going to the Fendika Cultural Center in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, to hear the story of Melaku Belay and his journey from homelessness to being a community leader with international acclaim. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. My name is Malaku Balai. I'm, uh, I'm a founder of Fendika Cultural Center. When I spoke with Malaku, he was at Fendika in his office. And Malaku has a pretty big fro that he kind of just lets flow. And it makes sense because he kind of has like a laid back kind of vibe, despite growing up in some really tough circumstances. Malaku was born in 1976 in Addis Ababa, which was during the Derg period where Ethiopia was ruled by a military government. He was homeless as a child and dropped out of school in elementary. To support himself, he danced in the streets for tips, similar to something you might see in the subways of New York. Thing is, Malaku is a gifted and versatile dancer. He has this move where he hops on one leg and lifts the other one up, using it as sort of an air guitar. And he also knows traditional Ethiopian dances. For example, this one called Eskista, which is very shoulder movement focused. It's kind of like a pumping motion with your shoulder and chest to the beat. Malaku got by on tips from his street dancing, doing moves like these for over 10 years. In 1996, Malaku was 20 when a friend of his told him about a nightclub called Fendika. The club was in a pretty central area of Addis Ababa, which at the time had a big music scene. Malaku's friend knew dancers at Fendika were only paid through tips, 
but he figured Malaku would make more tip money there than he was making on the streets. So Malaku went and checked it out. I felt connect with the energy. The vibe was a good fit. The club was open most nights, and it had a very consistent crowd that appreciated all kinds of music. And whether it was jazz or rock and roll, Malaku had a way of bringing traditional Ethiopian dances like Eskista into his routines. The audience went wild for his moves. Afendika, the most common music was Asmadi, a traditional Ethiopian music form that often includes political and social commentary. Malaku loved freestyling to Asmadi Afendika. It's a personal favorite of his. Asmari is making comfortable because typical tradition. And so people love my dance and they give me tip. Malaku became a regular Afendika, and for about six months, he was performing there while still living on the streets. But then he went to the owners with a question. I asked permission to sleep in Fendika. The owners trusted Malaku by this point, so they said, sure. They even gave him a thin sleeping bag to use. The only me. Under the bar, I sleep seven years. You heard that right. Malaku was sleeping under the bar at Fendika for seven years. Now, let me tell you, Fendika at that point didn't look too different from your neighborhood dive bar with a small stage. Malaku could feel the concrete floor beneath him as he slept, but he was satisfied. After all of his years dancing in the streets and in Fendika, people started asking Malaku to give private dance lessons around Addis Ababa. So he did, while still living and performing at Fendika. With a place to stay and reliable money coming in, Malaku decided to restart his education right from where he left off in grade school. By 2003, Malaku's name and reputation grew beyond the borders of Addis Ababa. He started traveling and performing solo and with other Ethiopian dancers all across Ethiopia and then around Africa. He even went as far as Europe and the U.S. But he missed Ethiopia while he was away and made it a point to return often. And his friends found that part puzzling. <laughs> Why you come back here? It's like they see me as a fool. After all, Malaku's setup at Fendika was as basic as ever. I am climbing, dancing without salary in Fendika, but mm-hmm. sleeping under the bar. When from US, when from Europe, from whatever I go, I come back. Mm-hmm. So, so they think you're crazy because you went all these places and then you come back to sleep under a bar in Fendika. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I enjoy my dance, you know. It's not about money or material. If you lose your happiness, you don't bring it back by money, no. Eventually, in 2008, Malaku took his relationship with Fendika a step further. He was hired as a manager. The first thing Malaku changed in his new role was how performers in the club got paid. So before... You had to work only for tips. You had no salary. But then once you started managing the No place, salary in Addis Ababa. Yeah. yeah. So you started giving them salary so that way they could sing what they wanted to sing? Yes. Malaku explained to me that when a performer gets paid in tips, they may feel pressure to change their act, to cater to the crowd, instead of performing what is most meaningful to them. So it was actually a better show for the audience yeah. when the people were making salary and could yeah. sing what they wanted to sing. Yeah. And also... Better for the artists, what you have pain inside you, or talent to show and proud. Another goal of this new culture Malaku was creating at Fendika was to keep some of Ethiopia's rising talent in Ethiopia, rather than losing artists to opportunities abroad. He also wanted to teach the community what there was to love about Ethiopia and instill a bigger sense of pride in their culture and history. I trained the 
local people not to run away from the country. Mm. I try to show them documentary film about my country, my people, legend and artists and stuff. Malaku committed himself to transforming Fendika from a basic nightclub into a cultural center and educational space. He began bringing in artists from all over the world, most of them he met while he was traveling, to have exhibitions and hold workshops for kids. In 2014, a wave of gentrification began in the area around Fendika. The government wanted the area to be filled with more high-rises rather than the lower buildings that were there at the time. So they came around buying up properties for these bigger projects. The owners of Fendika were approached with the opportunity to sell the place, but Malaku begged them not to. I start to negotiation to buy from the owner. So with the help of loans that he admits to me weren't the most fair in terms of interest rates, Malaku was able to buy Fendika from its original owners. Now that he was the owner, he was able to control Fendika's destiny. Malaku started adding art made by Ethiopian painters to the walls. He opened the space up during the day for art exhibits. He holds open mic nights. And every month or so, there's a family day with activities like painting, playing with instruments, and learning together about Ethiopia's history through guest speakers and lessons. In this video from Fendika's YouTube page, a little boy who has to be about two years old is hitting the drums while Malaku dances. After the kids get to play around with instruments, they get into some painting while the adults shop traditional Ethiopian clothing brought in by local vendors. Every now and then, Fendika also hosts international musicians. They have these really long jam sessions in front of a crowd with Malaku usually right there dancing. So, and yesterday is a crazy. I like Julian Marni, he play here, you know, Red Hot Chili Pepper. Folks at Fendika actually say that this Red Hot Chili Pepper song, Ethiopia, was inspired by a jam session at Fendika. You might be surprised to know that Malaku still sometimes sleeps at Fendika, though now it's by choice, not necessity. He does have an apartment in Addis Ababa that he shares with his wife and kids. When you say all this, it makes me think that when you were a kid, uh, you you needed somewhere like Fendika. Yeah. You know, so I now think... Fendika, you made Fendika a place for, for that everyone. you wish you had. Yeah, for yes. everyone, yeah. Yes, yes. Wow. And this way also, I believe, the only solution for peace and unite is art. So stay peace with art. So that's the concept of Fendika. Fendika Cultural Center is in the Kazanchi neighborhood of Addis Ababa. If you go, you'll probably run into Malaku, who's there almost every day, and you can enjoy a jam session at night or check out their art gallery during the day. On their website, they also have a schedule of upcoming performances. I would like to thank Malaku Belay for sitting down with me for today's episode and allowing us to use audio from the Fendika Cultural Center's YouTube page. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was edited by Gianna Palmer. Our production team includes Dylan Theris, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder-Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Devin DeComo, Chika Okoye, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore. Our technical director is Casey Holford. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tindall. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. 
There's a link in our episode description. My name is Baudelaire. Witness Docs from Stitcher. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure they are always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com.